welcome to the Ditch That Textbook podcast, a daily show to equip, inform, and inspire educators to teach with less reliance on the textbook through technology, creativity, and innovation. I'm your host, Matt Miller. Let's get started. This is episode 20 of the Ditch That Textbook podcast, and I am here at the Q Conference in Palm Springs, California, sitting here with Josh and Ben from, what's, I can't pronounce your school district, what is it again? We're in the Alisal School District in Salinas, California. Ah, okay, yeah, that's right, very good. And so you guys are going to be presenting at Q, and you're presenting on a topic that I think is interesting that maybe some teachers haven't thought about as much and that's the idea of branding and I know that sometimes teachers are like well I don't need to deal with that that's not you know that's not something that's that's that important to me and um, Josh maybe you can start and talk about why is this something that maybe teachers maybe you know teachers on special assignment or tech coaches or just anybody related to schools um, why is this something that they ought to be thinking about well, what we found is whenever you're doing something new, you you have to get some sort of buy-in, right? So what you need is you need to tell a story. People don't really connect with initiatives. They don't connect with program, programs, but they connect with your story. Why are you trying to do this? What are you trying to do for kids? Mm-hmm. What are you? How are you trying to grow your teacher skills or make your district or your classroom or your school better? Mm-hmm. And narrative is the most powerful way of doing that. And a quick way to do narrative in, in our short attention span culture right now is branding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, Ben. So adding on there, like one of the things is your brand is it's more than just your brand, right? It's your department. It's you. It's who you are. Um, when people see it, they think about you. When people see McDonald's, the Golden Arches, right? When they see the mermaid on the green cup, they think of coffee. When they see our Alisal EdTech lettuce, hopefully they think of, uh, of, of good, fun, engaging support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've, I've thought of... Branding is being important in education because part of it is because people start to realize like who you are and what you stand for and what you're going to get. Um, but like you but like you said, it, it also means that people get a better picture of like what's going on in your school, what's going on in your classroom, that kind of thing. So what are some suggestions that you guys have for um you know, like for anybody in the school setting, if they want to kind of step into this, what are some of the, you know, some of the entry points into that? Well, I think for starters, you definitely have to be connected. Um, We have, we work in a highly bilingual district, so we have two hashtags for our district, hashtag Alisal Strong and hashtag Alisal Fuerte, which are just the same thing in English and Spanish, obviously. Uh Um, And what we did was we spread that hashtag, instead of having to follow any individual in our department, we spread the hashtag around. Um, we we have a little bit of a sticker addiction in in the Alisal <laughs> Ed Tech Department, and we stickered and magneted um, all over the place. We put them in people's hands. We got them on laptops. We gave them to board members, to the superintendent, mm-hmm. and then it became this thing with the, with community buy-in. Mm-hmm. And and even if you don't have the stickers or you don't get to, if that's not your first step, mm-hmm. if you can develop a hashtag and then get it out, because then people don't have to follow you, and then it becomes community contribution. Yeah. Then your neighbor teaching partner, your fellow school, somebody else can start participating in that story and start sharing on that. Mm-hmm. And it's less, it becomes less about you as the, oh, follow me, and you can see what, what right. my thing's about, and right. more about this is our hashtag, this is our story. Yeah. And that's where our brand really started. Yeah, absolutely. Ben, what else related to branding? Well, I think it's, it's really important kind of adding on to what Josh said is it's the fact that 
I've, I've heard this said quite a few times, but like Facebook for parents is the new refrigerator, right? Yeah. How are we as educators? Do we just put our stuff in our, our kids' stuff in our window? Or are we sharing out to a larger audience? And when you have something like hashtags and you're on and you are connected and you have a brand that people can identify with, because the brand is more about a group, right? It's not an individual. If yeah. you're a teacher in a classroom, you could even have a classroom brand. Yeah. You know, whether that's Room 35 or um, Three Art Scholars or, you know, just just the way that you can connect with more people around you. You have a brand. People can recognize that and people can connect with you. Mm-hmm. I find sometimes, you know, especially on certain platforms, when people change their profile picture, all of a sudden it's like, what happened to that person? Where did they go? So when you have this brand that's consistent and gets out there, yeah. people start to notice and you can connect with them. And not only can you connect with them, they know where to connect with you. Yeah. So whether you're at a, whether you're in a classroom, whether you're on a district level, whether you're on a site level, these are all important things to tell your story and, and get your message out there. And again, give your kids an audience. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that audience is so huge, isn't it? I mean, so often in classrooms, you see kids are doing things and they're turning them into an audience of one, the teacher. And then that's, that's all that it is. But when they know that there are going to be lots of eyeballs on their work, then that can be huge, I think. Um, now, if we go back to this idea of the classroom brand, and um, if not only the teacher is contributing to it, but then the students are also contributing to it, now we've got kind of like student social media issues coming in too. So Ben, let me turn this one to you first. Do you have any you know, ideas or thoughts on teachers that are thinking about this kind of thing? So there's a few things I'm going to say. Number one, our district has a uh, student acceptable use policy, and in there, there's a media release form. Mm-hmm. So students actually say it's okay to share on social media. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think that's enough. Even if you have that in your district, it's always, no matter the age, you ask the student. Because you have the, hopefully, the parent consent from the media form, but you let them know. Because that's the first step to digital citizenship, right, is, is teaching them. So you just need to be aware of, you know, what you're posting, who you're posting. But, you know, student work, which is the first name, that's something great. Um... So you need to think about who your audience is and what you're posting because your pictures, back of a head, uh, piece of student work, can say a lot about what you're doing in the classroom yeah. and still really kind of maintain privacy for students. We work in a K through uh, six students uh, district, so that might be not as much of an issue for high school oh. teachers. Yeah. But definitely, even with high schools, you want to ask them yeah. before you post. Yeah. I mean, that's that's only the responsible, you know, polite thing to do. If you were doing that with adults, you would do it with with kids too right you have anything else to add on that well, I was just thinking we we post a lot of pictures of students in action as well as students work and there's an app we use called Prisma to alter photos oh yeah and it um it's really easy to use and it and it makes really attractive photos and and that's the other part is like parents see oh like you know if you know who you're looking at you can pick it out of some of the Prisma filters and most of the parents are fine with that sure they're like oh and and our kids get excited oh are you gonna put this on Twitter are you gonna put this yeah. on 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 the face as some of our kids call it <laughs> um, so I think it's just it's really powerful and and there is you know it's smart and it's good digital citizenship to be cautious yeah. but it's also letting them know like like what you're doing has value and other teachers are going to learn from it and other kids are going to learn from it and we're going to show you off to your parents and then they're going to show aunties, yeah. uncles, grandma, grandpa. Yeah. Like kids love that. It yeah. means something to them. It's so much more than the audience of one you were talking about. Yeah, exactly. And then when you do that, of course, that has that extra layer of motivation where they're going, okay, now that all these people are going to see it, now i got to do my best. So, mm-hmm. all right, this is good. Branding, 
fits in the classroom, fits in the schools. I think, I think these are great suggestions. So Josh Harris, Ben Cogswell, thank you guys so much. Thank you very much for having Thanks, us. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for listening to the Ditch That Textbook Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love it, be sure to leave a review and rating on iTunes to help others find the show. Thanks for listening and happy ditching.